Hey, what's up you guys? This is Roxy and Aubrey, and we wanna welcome you to the Why Not You podcast. In this series, what you're gonna be getting from us is how we were able to completely change our entire lives, you know? Uh, I used to be a waitress. Aubrey had his doctorate of physical therapy, and both of us decided to go outside of what we were brought up in and just decided to completely revolutionize and completely change our lives. And what we're gonna be sharing with you is how we were able to do that, how we were able to build a million dollar business, become our own bosses, and truly just live this extraordinary life where we get to be the creators and design a life that we're excited and passionate about and how we were able to overcome obstacles, multiple jobs, unsupportive friends and family, challenges, and all the things that come up whenever you set your mind to big goals. We're gonna be sharing those things with you here, so whatever your big goals are, you can have a toolbox and mentors there with you every step of the way. We're excited. Hey, sing, so she was singing about our next podcast episode. Welcome, you guys, to the Why Not You podcast. You guys, this is episode 35, man. We're getting up there. I'm super excited. Today, we're talking about, we've been listening to a lot of John C. Maxwell. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, definitely go check him out. Uh, he's a master on leadership. He's been in his career and really on the leadership journey for over 40 years, right? So that's a lot, a lot of experience. And he's just been saying some stuff that really has resonated with Roxy as we're coming up on today. We are December seventh. Uh, December seventh, and we're four days away from our eight-year anniversary as business owners with Herbalife. And sometimes the things he say says are so spot on, but they're more spot on the more experience we have. And it's like I wish I could tell a younger Roxy and Aubrey some of these things. So today we're talking about discipline and the uphill climb. So give me a little bit of background, Roxy, on maybe how how you thought before coming into being a business person, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, kind of the thought process. And then, you know, she's been deep diving into John C. Maxwell, some of the like realizations that you've had. That the grass, the grass isn't greener on the other side. Yeah. It's greener where you water it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what were you like before? Um, that, you know, I used to look at other people and think that somehow they got lucky. Mm -hmm. Um, I was kind of that person that was a victim to my circumstances, mm -hmm. a victim. I, I had a victim mindset. Um, it's funny because I, I've expressed this before, but right, I before Herbalife, I was a waitress and I also worked at a dispensary, but I don't know what the title would be for that. Um, but I remember uh, like working there, right? And the owners were always there. But then I also felt like it's almost this kind of like resentment. Like you can feel resentment towards other people that are successful that mm -hmm. you think that like they just got there or there's there's these underlying things mm -hmm. right so when i came into herbal life right and just uh more personal development my thought pattern started to change and i started to see that i was responsible that i was in control mm -hmm. and that my life up to up to uh 24 years of age right it looked the way that it looked because of my doing right? Because of my choices and my decisions. And if I wanted to have a change and if I wanted things to change, then I had to be willing to change. Um, and I had to be willing to, to, to invest and be committed to the process of change because 
change doesn't just happen from one day to another. It doesn't happen in a week and it doesn't happen in six months. Like change takes years, right? Because up to the year of me being 24 years old, I had already developed these habits and certain thought patterns for the last 24 years of my life. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I think that people can um, not be patient with themselves Mm -hmm. and they'll be uh, temporarily inspired versus forever committed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference. Yeah, I think that's key. And you hit on a great part, which I want you to dive into a little bit deeper, because I think this is so key. Because when you deep dive into some of these things, it can help free you from some of the thoughts that are not your own, but that you may be confusing for your own that might poison your journey, right? And have you kind of going in hamster wheel. So you said that, you know, sometimes we can feel a resentment for successful people. And I've been there too. Like, man, did they get lucky? They came from this background. It must have been easy for them. But talk a little bit more about that and how that has helped you or hasn't helped you. Because I think maybe some people that are listening to this are like, oh, wait a minute. I thought I was maybe the only one that thought that. And I'm going to say you're not alone, but I want you to see that those thoughts just don't serve you as much as other thoughts that you could choose. So what would you say about that? What was the question? How is the it? resenting people mm-hmm. that are successful. How, what, what did those thoughts do for you? Mm. And what was kind of like your aha moment that... Right. Uh, I think helped. so, for example, like I, I, I realized I started to resent my, uh, money and like wealth whenever I went through... I remember living in Texas and I, I want to say I went through like a, a spiritual awakening type mm-hmm. of thing where I felt that everybody should have the same amount of everything, mm-hmm. um, that no person should have more, X, Y, Z. And I, I fell into this thing, right? And then also I just remember hearing certain things, right? Like if you're wealthy, you are like money hungry or you're this or you're that. And I remember just hearing that from different people in my life that were family, friends, and so I kind of thought that that's what it was, mm-hmm. if, if that makes sense. And, and it did serve me because once I started to feel that way, I honestly even took a dip in my work card. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, right, there was, I, and I've told, I tell this to Ari, like, I want to see it. I would have loved to see it. But for example, for a time, I was working from 10 to 4 and 5 to midnight I definitely would have loved to see this. <laughs> I, I was 10 to 4, 5 to midnight, 6 days a week, and my my off days were Wednesday. So I didn't even have the weekends off. And so I remember just during that time, I was all about like, oh, I'm going to work. I'm going to like, you know, like I'm going to like, I, I don't know how to say it in English, but it's like, voy a salir adelante. Like I'm going to like get prosper. Above. I'm going to get ahead. Uh-huh, I'm going to prosper and I'm going to get ahead. And then I went through that phase and it put me in a place where I remember I, once I went through that phase, I don't know what it was, but I started to struggle for money. I started to like not care about paying my credit cards. Um, yes, we know. We had to fix all that. Uh, we fixed it, right? Um, but I started to just let all of that stuff go because it was just like, all that stuff doesn't matter. As long as I'm happy, that's all that matters. And it's just like, truth of the matter is like, I'm not saying that money is everything, but one of the things that I can for sure say is that money just gives you options. Mm -hmm. And once I moved to California and then I started to work at the dispensaries, right? Um, Like I said, and this is very key tip, you guys. Um, And this goes for everything, right? For example, when I used to show up to work, 
the owner of the place that I used to work was opening the door and he was closing the doors. He was there 12 hours a day, just like me. So key tip, if you think that you're going to get to some place and not do the work, mm -hmm. you know, but anyhow, I'll never forget. I don't know. I can't exactly what I said. I was in the process of like, you know, filling up my little jars and I'm at work and I said something to the owner and his, his name was Jack. And I said something to Jack and then Jack was like, nah, rocks. You can't think like that. He's just like, I've gotten here because of, I, 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 it's, it's been hard work. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just like, I chose to get here, but also because I wanted to provide for my family. He's like, just imagine like, if you decided to do something right, like what you can do for you and like for your family. And I don't know what it was, but something inside of me just kind of like clicked. And I was just like, man, that's so right. Because it doesn't serve my family that I don't care. Mm -hmm. It doesn't serve my family that I don't have funds. Because mm -hmm. what if something were to happen to, mm -hmm. like, then who? If not me, then who? Mm -hmm. um, and so once I came into Herbalife, like, for me, it was just like, it was that vehicle. Yeah. I think that's key. And really, you know, there's a bunch of thoughts out there. One thing I was telling, you know, my little brother as I was talking, you know, is that you don't say I'm my hand or I'm my leg. You say I have my hand and my leg. So why would you say I'm my mind? Your mind and your thoughts or in your brain is something that you have. It's a tool. You are the observer. So these thoughts that come in aren't yours. They're just thoughts that are going on. Just like, you know, our Wi-Fi is a signal. Different thoughts are signals that your brain, the transistor is picking up on. So once you can make that kind of disconnection and start to see that thoughts are things and you're not the thoughts, then you can see that maybe there's different, I would say quality, but more accurately, uh, better serving thoughts, right? And as you can do that, it's not going to be easy and it's going to be a lifelong practice, just like you don't shower once and you're fresh forever. It's not like you don't pick a good thought once and you don't have bad thoughts the rest of your life. It's a daily thing. But I think one of the things that can help change your life is that seeing how every single decision and even not making a decision is a decision takes you in a direction. Choosing the thoughts of I want it easy, choosing of the thoughts of even if I do it, it won't work out, choosing of the thoughts of it doesn't matter, choosing the thoughts of right success isn't my responsibility, choosing the thoughts of I don't want to work hard, like those thoughts just never have gotten anybody the life that is happy and fulfilling. You can't you can't really mistake a picture on Instagram for somebody being happy or a TV show for somebody being happy. Because true happiness comes from the top two uh, needs of the spirit, as Tony Robbins talks about, is it's growth and it's giving. You grow and progress because that's a need of the human. And then you grow so you can have new things to then give, give advice, give finances, give an example. So I think one of the biggest things is starting to see how these thoughts, these actions impact your life and then seeing your power and choice of them. So now I want to go to the next one is like, you know, we work with a lot of people and I'm not even going to say it wasn't me when I first started our Herbalife business. I came in and it was like, man, let me just get to some freedom. Let me just get to some not having to work so hard because we were working hard before Herbalife. But one thing I learned as we went on to the journey, as we got to success in our business is I saw some people work hard, get success. And that was kind of like their their end point. It was like, let me get to this place. 
And then their business would kind of stagnate, their life would kind of stagnate and it would start to go down because nothing is still, it either goes up or down, right? There's only a, like growth or death. There's no in between or decay. And then I saw people that were doing the work and they continued to evolve themselves and continued to look for new motivations and what you could call your why that kept them plugged into the progress and the work that helped them progress and they kept growing. And I saw the happiness in those people that were growing, not to get to a place, but for growing sake. And along the way, they hit all these places. So what would you say to somebody that's like, you know, really wanting to figure out, not I would say just a successful business, whether you're doing Herbalife or any other business or a successful family, because I think this is a, is a universal law. Mm-hmm. Like I can't be good to Roxy just one day and say, hey, I'm a great husband. That's an everyday practice. I don't, that's not an end point. It's what's called an infinite game by Simon Sinek. It's like a forever thing. What would you say to somebody that's kind of like trying to wrap their head around, so you're telling me I got to work forever? <laughs> and that's not what I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm just sharing a principle of happiness that I've seen. What would you say? Yeah, I think that's super. Because this is something I'm trying to get across to Roxy as well. So let's see how she gets this. Roxy's like, when are we going to get to here and here? I'm like, girl, we are there. Look at where we live. Look at where we go. Look at how we do this. Yeah, but this, I'm like, that's all happening. I guess it's hard to see the picture where you're in the frame. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's get philosophical. <laughs> let's get philosophical. But also, one thing about me, like, I just want more. Like, and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. You know, it's not like, like, for me, it's just like, I always tell Aubrey, I was like, we can have it all, right? We can have it all. Um, so that's one thing, right? Like, the other day, I was just like, oh, I want a stylist. I want somebody, like, I want a big, like, it's all these things. But anyhow, right? I, I love where we're at. But, of course, there's always this thing of, like, okay, more and mm-hmm. more and more because there's an opportunity for more. But in the opportunity and the search for more, it is going to require that we work hard. Because, for example, like Aubrey and I, we could probably do a lot of things that, like, I would love to do, right? I would love to take 10 trips maybe in the, in the year, right? We could, we could do that. Mm-hmm. However, however, right, at the end of those 10 trips, would you, of course, you're going to have a great time, but are you going to do that every year? And would it be as fulfilling? Mm-hmm. Because the fulfillment is in the growth. Oh, oh, you should have seen her face. <laughs> it's in the growth. It's in who you get to become. And it's in the work, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's kind of like I would always hear even people when they would reach the top 1%. They're like, it's not about the money. It's about who you get to become. And when we were in there at the top 1% and we weren't earning the income that we get to earn right now, mm-hmm. it was just like, man, I don't know about that. <laughs> but it really is. Because mm-hmm. in order for you to have more, you have to be willing to become more. Because if you, like, if who you are right now was going to cut it, then you would already have everything that your heart and your soul desires. And, it, and let me jump in there. And if you had everything and there was no more desire, no more ganas, as they say, <laughs> in, you know, in the Spanish language, then what would the fun of life be? Yes. You would get up every day and there would be no spark and there would be no excitement. And I think that's really the underlying secret. Jim Carrey said it and was like, Magical, he said. I wish everybody could get all the money and the things that they want, so they could see that's not that's not gonna be it. You're still gonna want more things, and you're still gonna have this nagging feeling. And it's not that the things are bad, and it's not that the enjoying the journey is bad. No, but it's like I think it comes down to what are you about? Are you about the checkpoint, 
Mm. Like, for example, are you about the getting to a place to be able to chill all day? Like, is that what you, like if somebody could ask you, what are you? This is a good thing. What would you want people to know you for? What would you want to be known by? Like when people say, you know what, that's her and that's him. Would you want them to say, yeah, that's a person that, you know, got some nice stuff because they did this a while ago and now they have some cool stuff and then I never heard from them again? Or would you want people to say, you know what, this is a person that I knew then that worked, that grew, that committed. They got here and then they did even more. They evolved again. They, they got better. Like Jim Rohn said, man, I never want to be the person that they said you should have heard him 10 years ago. I want to be the person that said, man, I heard him 10 years ago, but you should hear him now. Like, I, I think that's really the deep part of it. If you can get that, like the, mm. the, the journey to it is the it. And I know that sounds so like oh, cliche and all oh, this. And even if you're in, in the Herbalife business, you may be even saying thinking because these are some thoughts we have because of the model that maybe your upline just wants you to work harder so they can grow their business. But what if, have you ever thought that maybe your upline has an upline too? Have you ever thought that maybe if, you're, if your upline is working hard, that maybe it's the hard work that's also fulfilling? I look at our uplines who've been in the business for 15 years and they just said it on a call and it hit me. They were like, the month we hit our first cut of chairmans, we signed our lease for our nutrition club. Our uplines don't ever, they have enough income to never work another day in their life. Their children are taken care of. Why do they show up? Because that's the best part. That's the best part of what being a human is about. It's about showing up to the last day. Like, I think that's the key. So what would you say to somebody that's like, okay, I get this thing about showing up, but I'm not really, you know, quote unquote, if you see my fingers, disciplined. You lazy. Well, what would you say? <laughs> what would you say? So many people are like, they just, they're lazy. Why are they lazy? Man, I don't know. I think sometimes it comes down to comfort. Like you may be okay with living where you're living. You may be relying on somebody. You, it's just like, it's so, it, it could be a lot of different things. And maybe it's, uh, I think also like maybe if you're lazy, it's because you don't believe that at the core reaches of your heart that you can get to wherever it is that you want to go. So then you resort to laziness. And settling. And settling. But then again, you show up to a job, you show up to work and there you show up because it doesn't require that you grow and that you stretch. Have you ever seen anybody happy long-term and the person no. that settled for that? No. Then why do so many people do it? You know, it's mysteries of the mind. That is. That's what Jim Rohn says, mysteries of the mind. And I'm not trying to take that course to figure it out. I think one thing that <laughs> I've seen, to be honest, is what is your life goal? Is your life goal comfort or is your life goal... But then again, there's people that they say that they want more and then... No, nah, but you can't listen to people's... You got, I know, you that's what I'm saying. It's, it's say. action, right? Like Because you know? I think some people say that because it's the cool thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because who's, who's going to really say, I've heard a few people say, but most people aren't going to say, you know what, I just want to chill because I want to be easy in my life. Mm. I just want an easy life and I don't want to do much. I don't know, yeah. Because that doesn't sound cool. So people say, you know what, I want more, but... But it's crazy, though, because, for example, like, you know, just from, like, talking to people and, and, and doing sessions, right, mentor sessions, 
it'll be like, okay, like, yes, I want more. Okay, now I realize that I'm not doing the work, but then, and even in so doing that they're not doing the work, they're still unhappy. Mm -hmm. So you would think that that would be a wake up call. That it's just like, yo, I'm still not even happy. And I'm not doing the the work, not being comfortable. And really you're not comfortable. Exactly. Because if you were comfortable, you wouldn't be going for more. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. But like, you know, we were, we've were we been listening a lot to John C. And John C. is one of my favorites. And I really love how he just talked about his like, success. And anything worthwhile is always going to be uphill. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's like, as humans, we have downward tendencies. tendencies mm-hmm. You know, and, 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 and becoming your best self, it's always going to be uphill. Because you're always, like, it's going to be like, for example, do you stay in bed when it's cozy rainy or do you go and work out in the garage when it's cold mm-hmm. right most of us would rather stay in the bed and mm-hmm. uh, and the few would rather go and, and commit and do whatever they said that they would do mm-hmm. so just i think that the more that we can be okay with like hey this is gonna take work mm-hmm this is going to take discipline. It's going to take commitment. The more that you start to be okay with that, then the, the better that you're, you're going to be off, you know, because I think that most people, you know, sometimes they just are not committed to the work and to the hard. And because mm-hmm. of that, they go ahead and quit. They go ahead and jump on another bandwagon thinking mm-hmm. that on the other side and on the other place, it's going to be better. And it's mm-hmm. just like, at the end of the day, no matter what you do, no matter what you quit, whether it's it's this business, whether it's another business that you're in, no matter what it is, if you're quitting because it's hard, because you're being stretched, because you're uncomfortable, because whatever, right? Like at the end of the day, you always have to remember that it's not the thing, it's you. Mm-hmm. Like you're the common denominator. And at the end of the day, no matter where you go, you always take yourself with you. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the quicker you are to realize that, the quicker I believe that it'll serve you to, to go for it and just commit to the hard. Yeah, I think the best thing to look at is, you know, comparing it to other things you might already get. So, for example, say you were, you know, single and you were looking for a partner and you saw a partner that, you know, had been in a long term relationship like maybe five to 10 years and it didn't work out for whatever reason. And then you had another potential partner that was in a new relationship every two weeks to two months. They jumped from this relationship to that relationship to this relationship to that one. Which do you think would be more like better shot for you and them to have a great relationship long term? The one that was in a relationship five to 10 years, you know there had to be some ups and downs. Or the person that jumped, when it got hard, they stopped. When it was uncomfortable or unfun, they quit. Which one do you think, right? And now think of that in any goal that you've gone. If you're a Herbalife distributor, if it's your level in the marketing plan that you're going for, if you're a business owner, if you're going for a health goal and you had this goal and every time you get, it gets tough, you quit. Every time it gets tough, you stop. Every time it gets tough, you, you plug out. Which one do you think is going to help you better get to where you want to go? Is it the jump, jump, jump? Is it the quit, quit, quit? Is it an on, off, on, off? Or is it the do up and down? I've just never heard anybody successful say when it got tough, I quit. I've never heard that speech, but I've heard it from a lot of people who wish they had it and end up with a life that they wish they had it. So I hope you got a little bit from this about as humans, we have some downhill tendencies, me, myself included. I'd rather sleep. I'd rather eat all the pie. I'd rather chill and not work out. 
But I know that those tendencies are my body's survival mechanism, and I'm not here to just survive. I'm here to thrive. So I've got to manually use my thoughts and my discipline and my willpower to direct myself to the direction and actions that I know when given a plan by the successful will get me where I want to go. So that was it for today, episode 35. You guys, if you got some tips from this, if you got some breakthroughs, some ahas, share it, tag us. We love to hear it. We always love to hear where you're from. And remember, go and rate this podcast, subscribe, and leave us a comment with your name. We always pick a little subscriber. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a great one. Episode 35. Bye, y'all.